Are you ready to level up the podcast for leaders, entrepreneurs, and business with your hosts, Jose Medina and Crystal Garcia? It's time to level up. Okay, welcome to the next episode of Level Up, the podcast that focuses on leadership, self-improvement, and continued growth throughout your everyday lives. I'm Jose, your host, and I'm joined by my co-host and the CEO of All-American Lumping LLC, one of the fastest-growing national 3PL logistics and freight handling companies in the U.S., Crystal Garcia. Crystal. Good afternoon, everybody. So uh, we had our last podcast last week. For those of you who haven't had an opportunity to listen to it, And we discussed finding your why. We discussed the importance of finding passion in what you do and the reasons why you do it. Truth be told, we had a pretty emotional experience uh, sharing our whys, how we find our passion in helping and developing others uh, and providing for our families. And uh, we also shared a few war stories about how we discovered our why while serving in the military. And I just wanted to read a short excerpt from an author. Her name is Claire Hudson, and she writes... As I sit here writing this, I am still in the middle of a huge shift in my life, a shift that has seen me move from living by other people's values and expectations to identifying and living by my own. The catalyst for change was a health scare when on my 30th birthday, my doctor told me that I may have cervical cancer. Luckily, I got the all clear, but something had shifted and I realized how dissatisfied with my life I was. I felt like I was swimming against the tide and everything was a struggle. Um, and Claire, Claire goes on to write about how she was dissatisfied with her life. She was dissatisfied with her job, dissatisfied with her relationship. She realized that she wasn't living life in alignment with what was most important to her. At the end of her blog, she writes, um, The values that I had been living were not mine, but a close family member's. They are not bad values, but they are not my values. Uh, they are not the things that are most important to me and how I live my life. A lot of times we find ourselves trying to live the values of other people or other groups or other sets, and it doesn't really work for us. Whenever you live values that are not yours, you end up feeling depressed because you're not living the life that you want to live, and you're not doing the things that you want to do, and you're making decisions for other people, and you're living for them. Crystal, what are your thoughts on that article? I think that's a very good um, kind of segue into this discussion today because you're not going to be comfortable whether it's in your personal life or your professional life, if you're not living in alignment with your values in those areas, it's going to be uncomfortable. You know, if one of your top values is family, but you're never able to spend time with your family, you're going to be unhappy. You're going to be unhappy for sure. Realizing that you're not living within your values is, um, is good to figure out, you know, right. Good to assess. Uh, So today we're going to discuss the importance of living your values. And I believe this topic is extremely important, whether you're a leader in your family, a leader in your community, or a leader in business. And it also applies to entrepreneurship as well. We're going to cover the dangers of not living your values, how to identify uh, your personal values, uh, how to identify whether you're living in alignment with those values or not, and not just pretending to live those values, and also how to apply your values in your everyday decisions. So why are living your values so important that we would make it one of our first podcasts? Well, I'll tell you, there's often a lot of different sets of values that we navigate in our day-to-day life. You have your family values, you have religious values, you have your work values, and then, of course, you have your personal values. 
And what you find is that when these values align, then you're happy, uh, you're content, and you're accepted in those groups. When your values don't align, then you're dissatisfied, you're unhappy, and you're not as accepted in those groups because you just don't fit in with what they're doing and, and what they're trying to do. Like you're um, rolling backwards, everybody else is rolling forward. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Your values help you make decisions. So if you're not living in alignment with your values, you're going to make decisions that are not aligned with what you want or what you think are important to you. Your values allow you to live your life aligned to your life purpose and your life goals. So if you're not living your values, then you're not in alignment with where you see yourself going in the future or how you're living your life every day. And finally, living your values allows you to live your most authentic self. If you're not living your values, then you're you're being phony, you're being fake. You know, we all know people that are like that. They try to live someone else's values or they try to be something that they're not or try to be like someone that they're not because they're trying to look at their values and saying, oh, I want to be like that person over there. So it's most, most important to find out what is your values and how do you live your life, you know, aligned to those values. Crystal, are your life and your values aligned? I think so, but that's definitely something that I constantly assess. You know, here recently, my youngest daughter, she is 15, and she has been wanting to get her driver's license, like anybody who's 15, 16 years old. Yeah. And um, she had done all the research. She did all the training. She actually set up all of her own um, driving tests and everything, And so she was ready to go get her permit. And um, I was a little bit frustrated a a few days before she had talked about going to the DMV. And so one particular day, she's like, hey, I'm going to go to work with you. We're going to go to the DMV. And immediately, like, for starters, I don't like going to the DMV because it's always busy anyways. And then, of course, with COVID-19, it's even worse. So I was a little bit frustrated. I had a lot to do. And then I thought back to when I was in the military and all the time that I missed with my family. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so silly for getting frustrated. Like I should cherish this because this is something that I've missed with all my other kids. You know, this is the first child that I get to go to the DMV with. Mm -hmm. And I, I was so happy to see her nervous and take her picture and then, you know, go and pass her test. And she's like, I got my permit now, you know, and that was something that was important to her. And, and obviously is important to me to, you know, to see her winning and see her doing something she wants to do. And that's important to her. Right. So I'm happy that I was able to, to relook at that situation and say, you know what, I need to be I need to be happy in this moment. You know, this is something that's important to me and it's definitely more important than what I got going on at work. Right, right. My life and my values are definitely aligned. My values are family, developing others, entrepreneurship. I find that there's a possibility sometimes where you can fall out of alignment with your values and not live your values. Now, there's some dangers and there's some pitfalls associated with not living your values. Our habits and behaviors and relationships are based 99% on our values When you're unaware of your values, you have a tendency to slide into what's considered default mode. Default mode is autopilot. We probably have all experienced autopilot. It's Sunday morning, you're driving to the grocery store, all of a sudden you realize you're 
headed to work. You're not even really paying attention to where you're going or what you're doing. You're just kind of, you know, going with the motion. In default mode, you have a tendency to just kind of react based off emotion and not really in alignment with your true values. Um, there are times where you can act outside of your values because you're in default mode. You're either angry, you're upset, you're, you know, whatever. And it can be a terrible thing, especially when like you're getting into a new relationship or you're applying for a new job. Um, it could wreak havoc on your health if you're, you know, if one of your values is living a healthy lifestyle, but, you know, you're always eating out. You're going to be unhappy because you're going to be like, man, I really value being in good shape. And here I am out of shape. It's going to mess with your mind. Have you ever made a decision, Crystal, that you later realized wasn't in line with your, with your personal values? It had to do with loyalty. Um, okay. That's one of my big values. And um, I felt like it was with a family member and I felt like it was um that you know the the situation that transpired that um based on on what i you know see loyalty as that um it was it was disloyal and it was also against my value of family and i was upset and hurt by it and i i thought of some mean things and i wrote some mean things down and i didn't share them but i was disappointed in myself for even for even thinking that way because I was like this isn't sure. me this isn't what I'm about this isn't you know how I approach situations and you know what it's it's okay to disagree it's okay to even with a family member you know it's okay to think differently and it's it's okay for us to even have different morals and values like I'm okay with that but it was a time for me of of looking and saying you know what I'm doing here, this isn't me. And they, even though I didn't act on it, it's still, even even those thoughts weren't me. Right. And so I kind of had to look at myself and say, like, is this the person you want to be? You know, right, right. are you are you just emotional and, you know, and, and this is your knee-jerk reaction? Right. Um, your so, default mode. Right. It's really easy to slip into default mode, especially when we're not conscious of our values and we don't know that our values should be the ones driving our decisions and our, you know, our responses, especially when we're upset. You know, I had a situation where I acted in a way that was not in alignment with my values. At my last job, I had a supervisor who was just not performing, you know what I'm saying? And I was extremely frustrated. I was trying to explain something to him and he just wasn't getting it. And he was making a bunch of excuses. And one of my values is ownership and he wasn't owning it, the job that he had. And so that was making me upset. And I slipped into default mode as well. And I ended up cussing this guy out, you know, and I was like, look, I just need you to shut the F up and I just need you to do what I just told you to do. And, um, and you know, he said, why are you cussing at me? I immediately like, took that in and, and immediately realized that I was completely out of character. I was completely 100% in, in autopilot. There's no excuse for it. I know I was tired. I know I was stressed. I was trying to get a lot of things done. And I allowed my emotion to like take charge and it allowed me to slip out of my values of, um, you know, of dignity and respect. And no one should be talked to that way. I pride myself on not being that kind of a leader. And so, you know, I immediately pulled him into the office and I apologized. Uh, but unfortunately, in situations like that, when you uh, damage someone's trust, it's really hard to get that back. So he left the company shortly thereafter. Um, and, you know, I, I pride myself on remaining connected with individuals that I've worked with, even the ones that just didn't work out. But obviously, you know, you know, there was some damage there um, that didn't allow that. And so, you know, that was a lesson for me. And that's definitely something that I carry with me as I, 
you know, move on into different roles and make sure that I always maintain that dignity and respect and, and promote that. You know, when, when that happened, he wasn't the only one impacted by it. Everyone who was around him was impacted by it. Everyone who heard, everyone who saw, looked at me and said, well, he preaches dignity and respect, but then he execute disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so everyone there will question your values. And then when you go out and you say, hey, we, we, we treat each other with dignity and respect, they're going to be like, but you don't. Even in that instant, I think it's important to to in self-reflecting, look at the fact yeah. that your values come out in those regards. For instance, something as simple as like, you could be somebody who doesn't like it when you go to the store and you see somebody come out with their shopping cart and they just put it anywhere. They don't put it where they're supposed right. to put it. And so to that person, they're probably like, I ain't got time or whatever their reason is. And to you, right. you might be thinking you're leaving work for somebody else. Like that's right. inconsiderate. And yeah, that's that might be a value of yours being considerate. Maybe they are considerate, but they don't, you know, view that as being considerate. That's a way as well to see where your values are coming out and to assess why, you know, what about that scenario, you know, made me respond in that manner. And typically it's based on one of your values. It's that iceberg that's under the surface. So that interaction is, is what triggers you, but there's something Absolutely. underlying that's, uh, you it's know, your that's value deeper. that's under there. Right, that, right. That got, that got yeah. poked at. So some of you may be asking, how do I identify my personal values? And, uh, and that's a great question. And I'm going to give you a couple ways that you can kind of do some self-assessment, some, a quick self-assessment. And even while you're listening to this podcast, if you could pause the podcast and ask yourself these questions and kind of reflect internally, identify a time when you were the most happiest in your life. What made you happy in that moment? What were you doing? What part of that experience made you happy? What was one of your most happiest moments that you can recall? So I had a situation when I was in the military with a high-ranking individual, and it was concerning a soldier that worked for me. So in the military, you're, um, you have to meet certain physical requirements. One of them is that you maintain what's considered a healthy weight. So anytime that you do a physical fitness test, you also do height and weight, even if you don't do the physical fitness test. And this soldier went, he did his height and weight, and he felled his weight. So they did what's called a taping. They taped him to, to measure his body fat, and he also felled his body fat. And following that test, somebody came and told me, hey, he didn't pass, one. Right. And two, um, I heard him talking about some leaders who who talked to him and together they basically shredded the document or got rid of it. You know, I don't feel right about it. I don't think it's in alignment with the values is basically what the person was telling me. And, and so I took a step back and I thought, okay, the, part of me was hoping that he'd come to me during this time while I was trying to vet, you know, whether or not this was even accurate information. You're doing your investigation. Right. I was yeah. doing my investigation. <laughs> And so during my investigation, he didn't come forward. So I called down to the training room where they keep the records. And I said, hey, I know that you guys haven't finished grading all the PT tests and everything, but can you please look and tell me if you have a body fat card for this soldier? Right. And so later that day, they called me and said, there's nothing for him at all. Like he wasn't even there. I said, okay, well, I'd like to schedule for him to come in and, and complete it, right? So then I'm thinking that when I call him in to tell him, hey, they couldn't find it, they lost it, that he'd come forward. Not only did he not come forward, but when he talked to me about it, he's like, man, they're so ate up. You know, they lost my stuff and this and that. And I'm going to have to go through all this craziness to make sure I'm good. 
He was definitely committed to his lie. Huh? Yeah, he was committed. <laughs> I'll give him that. He was committed. So, of course, he went and did it, and lo and behold, he failed, right? right? And this time, a leader was involved during that because it was missing. Right. Um, and so, it was made record, and my boss, who was very high-ranking, pulled me into his office and actually kind of chest-butted me um, and said, I want you, basically trying to get me to get rid of it, you know? Right. And I said, I, I'm not going to do that. Like, that goes against... The military's values and it also goes against mine like i'm right. not gonna i've got to hold him to the same standard that we hold everybody else to otherwise what does it say like it, you know to to tell somebody to do one thing or, or to hold them to one standard but not another like i'm just not gonna do that we're either gonna be you know 100 percent we're gonna do this or we're not you know it's just not in right. alignment with 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 our values and um he was really upset and um and he created quite the um fiasco over it because he was so upset um, he even tried to get other people involved and the soldier ended up being moved out of that department because it was a very esteemed department with very high-ranking individuals kind of like an executive level where soldiers work and so he had to be removed from that area funny enough later on that that same leader ended up being forced to retire based on a very similar incident Right. with his own physical stuff and it kind of just goes back to that consistency in living your values or in your organization's values and maybe the you know maybe maybe the military's values weren't his values but yeah. then he was in the wrong place yeah absolutely you know absolutely so. and uh and you know it's funny because you talk about the values in the military obviously honesty wasn't one of his personal values the the, the leader and the, the soldier either. So it's really easy to push that value to the side when it's not your value either. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not important to me. I don't care if you're honest either. You know, my, my biggest question would be like, if he's dishonest about that, what else is he dishonest about? Is he embezzling money? Is he, you know, you know, whatever, whatever the case is, you know, it's like, like there's so many other things. And in the military it's really important to have those values because, um, you know, that's a, that's a minor slip of the values in terms of a garrison environment where you're not deployed you're not at war Absolutely. you know but then you're when you go to and you deploy and you don't have that value those values um then you have the, the Miley massacre and you have the atrocities that happen when soldiers kind of just lose their way in combat and then they just do things that are not in alignment with the army's values i know my happiest moment in life when i when i think back and i kind of see those moments when i was most happiest it's always been when i've been around family Family is my number one value, um, and I try to live my life always putting my family first, being true to that value. A year ago, my grandson was born. I was able to go out to Virginia and be with my family, and shout out to Marcel, my grandson, <laughs> who's just learning how to walk. You know, being with my family there, that was one of my most happiest moments in a really, really long time. You know, everyone was there. Everyone was, you know, spending time together and supporting Cecilia as she was going through her delivery and whatnot, and, and that was just a really happy moment for me. And so whenever I'm with family, I'm happy. And I will tell you that in my relationships in the military and also outside of the military, those individuals that I hold in high esteem, I, I make them like a unofficial part of my family. You know, I, I call them my brother or my sister. When I bring them into my circle and, and I bring them into my family, they're my family and I value them. And I do things that show that I value them. I, you know, I want to be there to help and support them. And, and that's how I, how I live my values. Another thing you can do is you can identify when you have felt 
most proud? What made you feel proud? Uh, what about the situation made you proud? What about that experience made you proud? Who were you with? What were you doing? And what kind of led up to that feeling? Another thing is identifying when uh, you've been most fulfilled or most satisfied. A moment where you felt like you you have everything that you need and there's nothing else that you need. What were you doing? Who are you with? Uh, what about that experience made you feel satisfied and fulfilled? Crystal, do you have a time uh, that you can share with us where you were most proud? I'm very big on empowering even my family. Sure. And I pride myself in teaching my kids to be non-judgmental and be self-sufficient and independent and and to embrace their differences and their strengths and you know and develop their weaknesses. And I think when my my youngest daughter, she's 15, Something had come up in discussion the other day about the song by Cardi B that's very controversial, WAP. And we were talking about the song, and, and my daughter said, you know what? She said, let me tell you what I like about the song. She said, it's the one song where a woman talks about what she wants and what feels good to her. And she said it's completely opposite from what you generally hear from that genre of music. It's generally what the guy wants. Whether she was right or wrong, or if it was her version or my version or whatever, I was I was proud of the fact that she had her own opinion and that it was so very mature and such a great perspective because I didn't even think about that in listening right. to the song. So it was definitely a very mature response to that and a proud moment for me to see that the things that you teach your kids or the, the values that you believe that you're living and exemplifying for your kids is connecting, right. you know? So, you know, for me, some of my proudest moments have been when I've seen my, my children excel, when I've seen them set a goal and achieve it. Both my daughters running their own businesses. I'm proud of that. You know, my son, he served in the military. He got out of the military and he's doing amazing. Seeing them achieve makes me proud. It makes me extremely happy. Uh, makes me extremely proud of them. We don't tell our kids enough that we're proud. You know, all my kids came out to visit me and they stayed with me for, you know, about, about a week and a half, two weeks. And I'm gonna tell you, I was so happy having them around, seeing them interact with each other. And I was thinking while they were here, as you're growing up and then you're a child, and I'm thinking, I think about my own father in this situation. You look at your father and you want to be like him. Like you, like he's your role model. What's funny is how that turns around when you're both adults. And then it's you who's looking at your son and your daughters and you're just like so proud of them. And you want them to know, like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud of the things that you do. And, and again, that speaks to my value of family. And I love to see them excel. I love to see them achieve. I love to see them doing what makes them happy and living the life that makes them happy and, and fulfilled. Another thing you can do is identify when you've been most upset, most frustrated, or most mad. What made you upset? What made you frustrated? What made you angry? You know, what were you doing? What led up to it? And kind of figuring out like what really fed into that feeling. Crystal, do you have an experience where you were most upset due to um, somebody not living in accordance with your values? Not so much about about really not living in accordance with with my values per se. You know, anytime you start a business, one of the most basic and fundamental things that any entrepreneur does is they sit down 
and they decide what their mission, their vision, and their values are going to be. Sure. And when you're thinking about your core values, you think about the things that are most important to to the vision of of your business, what you want your organization to be. And so you don't take that lightly. You sit down and you say, you know, yeah, there's there's a gazillion great values, you know, but what are the most important core values? And so you come up with those. So recently I had somebody who their values weren't in alignment with with the business values and it started coming out. And I think at first I kind of had a little bit of a moment of feeling like my values were a little bit at odds in the sense of um, one of my values is development and empowering people. Right. And I was kind of feeling like, even though this person, it was kind of feeling like they weren't in alignment with our values, but like it was my duty to, you know, somehow help them and empower them. And in that maybe they would come around like maybe they just didn't understand the mission vision and values right i ended up sitting down and talking to that person next day they put in their two-week notice and actually that night before you know we had actually had a discussion and i was already at peace you know for you know the hundred people that you take under your wing and want to teach them to be the very best versions of themselves you might have one who takes you know, one who it sticks with, one who goes on and and they're that next, you know, powerful leader or, you know, whatever. But then there's a lot that don't. And, and sometimes people aren't ready. And if that person for your organization, if their values do not align with your business's values, it's not good for them and it's not good for the business. And, and you have to have the intestinal fortitude to admit that. You have to be able to say, you know what? No, no fault against them. You yeah. know, their values aren't my values and their values aren't the business's values. And that's okay. Right. Um, but it's not healthy for the organization and the direction that we're going in if their values are not in alignment with, with the business's values. Sure. And so, um, and that can be a hard, you know, a hard lesson to learn. I wouldn't necessarily say that I was super upset or, or anything of that nature, but, but definitely an area of discomfort. Um, not necessarily an area where you say, you know, I feel like I failed, but just unfortunate. A learning lesson moving forward. You know, you hear people talk about when they sit down for an interview and somebody says, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? You know, right. and the funny thing is, so if you go into any of our offices, you'll see lions and the lion to me represents the person who's hungry to be the very best version of themselves. They take pride in those around them. They pull up those around them. It's not about being the alpha. It's about, about being the person who builds people up and makes them believe in themselves mm-hmm. and then turns around and makes others believe in themselves too. Right. And so if, you know, if you have somebody who, you know, I I like listening to Eric Thomas and Eric Thomas told a story one time about, you know, being a gazelle and being a lion. If you're a gazelle, you are not going to fit well with a pride of lions. You're different. You know, you're you're the way you move is different. 
you know the gazelles just kind of hopping around and moving around and frolicking around like you know everything in life is good and lions man they're they're in the background doing work and and they're getting ready to hunt you know they're getting ready to come out and it you know they're gonna you know they're gonna put in some work and it's not to say that being a gazelle is bad be the best gazelle you can be right but you're not gonna fit well with the pride of lions so you have to you know be be able to look at yourself and look at your values and say you know what like my values are in alignment with being this or my values are in alignment with being this and it doesn't mean that it you know like you you know i don't want anybody out there to take it as you know i'm saying you're weak or you're you know this or you're that no um it's important to figure out what your core values are and live those or you're not going to be comfortable you're not going to live your best life right you know for me when i think back to one of my most upsetting or the the time when i was the most mad takes me back to situation with my family when we, we started a janitorial company in 2013 that is kind of bittersweet because it was also one of the times when i was most proud as well and also a time when i was most mad And I was most proud because I saw my daughters step into a business. Like we decided to start a janitorial company with a $500 investment. And in a year, we took that company from 500 bucks to like over 150K in in sales, Um, which was phenomenal. They did it all organically. um, and, And it was just, it was a beautiful thing to see, to see them learn the lessons of how to start a business, how to grow a business, how to market a business, like, and then how to become leaders in those businesses and how to develop others and how to, how to take pride in the work that you do and how to handle customers. Like they did all that spectacularly. Right. And I was extremely proud of my daughters and my sister too, because my sister was the manager and my sister really grew as a leader in that opportunity. And, And I was extremely proud of them for their growth and their learning. It was phenomenal. At about the one year mark, we had this huge, you know, board of directors meeting out in Virginia. Everyone flew out there and we participated in training and we had fun out there. We, you know, we got a limo and we went out to restaurants and and ate and we just had a really great time. And then after after that, things kind of went south. Uh, There was a decision that was made that, you know, wasn't in alignment with what something I would have done. And. In this situation, the value that I was so focused on was loyalty. And to me, they made a decision that I felt was disloyal. And my mistake in this situation was trying to put my value on everyone else, you know, because I wouldn't do that. And I see that as being disloyal. Then therefore, all of you guys are disloyal. You know what I'm saying? Or doing this because I wouldn't yeah, do it. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. You know, I wouldn't do this. So therefore, right. you're disloyal. And I was like the kid in the park. I said, well, I'm going to take my ball and I'm going to go home. I realized that I had slipped into default behavior. All of it was emotional. My feelings were hurt. I was upset. I reacted out of anger and not out of my true value, which is family. You know what I'm saying? My true value, which is family. And had I not been in default mode, then I would have handled it differently. And I'm going to tell you, there were feelings hurt. The relationships were bruised in that situation. And obviously, I value family, so that's impactful to me. That is never the way that I want to make my family feel like they're disloyal. And I know that I did um, in that communication and, and kind of how that all played out. And, and I'm going to tell you, it took time for me to realize that. It takes time sometimes to self-reflect. Time to learn what you did, how you did it, and the impact that it had on the people that you care about, people that you work with, and the people that you love. 
it takes time to kind of figure those things out. And, you know, and that was that was a hard lesson for me. I can't go around putting my value on someone else. That was a huge lesson for me. In life, we go through and we learn some of these lessons. And the best thing that you can do is to figure out truly what is your value and are you living in alignment with your value? I asked earlier, are you living in alignment with your value? You know what? Not always. Not always. Sometimes, you know, your value is hard work and you're lazy. You know, <laughs> you're, you, you just won't get out of bed. You know, your value is is health, but you won't take your butt to the gym. Um, your value is honesty, but you just told a big fat lie. You're just not living in alignment with your values, you know. But also, maybe those aren't your values that you've been trying to live true. by. So, you know, if you're true. if you're being dishonest, then your value probably really isn't honesty. It could be that you're trying to live based on somebody else's set of values Absolutely. and not your own. Absolutely. That, you know, that was a good lesson for me and, and something that I, I, you know, I took a lot away from that. You know, I've had the opportunity to kind of mend a lot of those relationships over time. There's no amounts of money that would cause me to, to act that way again. And so, you know, that's just something that, you know, you learn as you go. After you've gone through those, those assessments and you've answered those questions for yourself and you've identified those moments that have made you, you know, happiest, proudest, most satisfied, and most, most upset, you take uh, those lessons and then you can identify within those lessons what value uh, attaches to, to those situations. And then you can make your list of your top values. What do you think your top values are? So I think my top values are family, development, selfless service, loyalty, and integrity, I would say, are my top values. Those are definitely my top values. And so I know that when I encounter situations where I feel like those are tested or where I feel like they're violated, it's an uncomfortable position to be in. When you feel like somebody's asking for you to be dishonest, there's a feeling of trespass. And the person may not know because they may not know what your values are. Good example is my mom. I remember one time when I was younger, she was she had done a job interview somewhere and she said, I can't I can't do that job because they want me to be dishonest. Mm. And she said, I just that's just not me. Yeah. And I'm I'm the same way. So (laughs) hey, that's someone that's uh, someone that's really in tune with their values. You know, I'm saying to know that right off the back is like, look, this is not going to be for me because my values are different from from what you need and what you want. And, you know, that kind of reminds me of a conversation that you had with our HR director. Can you share that story? We were getting ready to change how, how we did payroll. And we were going to go from weekly payroll to biweekly payroll. Yeah. And California has um, more employee-employer laws than any other state. I had asked her to research um, in the different states that we're, that we're currently in and let me know um, what the requirements were for notification and how quickly we we could move to doing um, uh, the change to biweekly payroll. Why? Because, you know, a lot of our customers pay net 15 or net 30, which basically means you have 15 days from the date that you're invoiced or 30 days, whatever the case, you know, may be for you to pay your bills. Well, the thing is, is if if you're providing, let's just say you're providing 30 employees to an employer and you've got to pay them for 30 days. And if your customer after the completion of work isn't paying for 15 or 30 days and, you know, hopefully they're paying on time, then um, you're having 
to pay that money before ever getting paid. So you're coming out of pocket for all that. And so as we're growing, growing, growing and getting, you know, getting larger and larger, which is an awesome problem to have for sure. sure. You start looking at the fact that, uh Oh, like, are we going to be able to cover, cover payroll at all these people? And um, how are we going to do that? You start getting nervous and, Anyways, I had gone to her and asked her, you know, can you look at this? You know, we're at risk of not being able to make payroll if we don't make this adjustment. This will help us just enough to get over this hurdle and allow for us to continue on and continue to grow at the same time. Um, so she looked up the laws and and for California, I want to say we had we were just shy by like a couple of days or we would have been shy a couple of days based on the weekend. I can't remember how it played out. We looked at the exposure and I was considering, well, what if we just had them sign something? It's only a couple days. And so she came back to me and said, that is not in alignment with the company's values. And it's not in alignment with mine. And that's not what I signed up for. And, you know, my first response was like, she really just checked me hard, man. (laughs) But I I said, you know what? (laughs) Um, I was a little bit disappointed when I got the message. I was a little bit hurt because I was like, man, (laughs) she just checked me on my own values. And she's absolutely right. Like she's 100 percent right. And so I I went back to her and I said, you know what? I am so proud of you because we couldn't have picked a better person. I appreciate the fact that you had the courage to say no and to call me on that. To be a moral compass for one another. And, and to remind us that, you know, we're all in this together. We're all supporting the same mission, vision, and values and hold each other accountable to that. You know, hey, that's not yeah. in alignment with what we do. It's important to hold each other accountable. Um, it's important to say, hey, look, you are acting outside of what you say uh, your values are. I want to read a quick um, excerpt from an article by Adam Friedman. He's the founder of Marbly. It's about kind of very similar to what you're saying. He says, if you want to live your values, you can't lose sight of who you are and why you went into business in the first place. Putting culture first is a challenge when it is perceived to come at the expense of growth. When companies grow quickly, they sometimes get pulled in too many directions and they chase the wind. They forget how to say no to opportunities that aren't a fit and they lose sight of what was important to them, their core values when they first got started. It takes real effort to keep culture and values at the forefront when there's money on the line. I wasn't going to share this article, but your story is tied it so nicely um, that I had to I had to share it because 100% it's important for um, leaders in an organization and uh, the employees in an organization to enforce those values. And to call those out that are not in alignment with the values, you have a responsibility. If you care about the organization that you're working for, it's important to make sure that everyone is living and working in alignment with those values. You, you know, you owe it to the company. With that said, you know, my top values are family, loyalty, service, and honor. Family's always been you know, my number one. I kind of want to hone in on the honor value. I really try to always do what's right. And I always try to do what's best for everyone. I try to act honorably in the things that I do. You know, it's important to know your values and it's important to ensure that you're living according to your values. When you slide into default mode, um, it's important for those people that are in your circle to check you on those values and to pull you back in. I've worked in many value-driven organizations uh, such as the U.S. Army, 
for Amazon as well. Those are two organizations that are very, very big on values. Have your personal values ever impacted your career or your business? I honestly think that I'd have to say no. I think that I've done pretty well with, you know, staying true and checking myself. And by all means, I'm not perfect. But in looking at myself and saying, am I living my values? And I've been good about selecting a career path and environments, organizations that are also in alignment with my values. I think it's important. So no, I don't I don't think that I've had an issue there. But I definitely have witnessed people in organizations not support the organization's values. And sometimes it's as simple as somebody not realizing that they're not supporting the values right? Um, and checking them and saying, hey, that's not in alignment with our values. The, yeah. These are our values and this is why this isn't in alignment with our values. It's also why it's important in businesses when they when they're thinking about what their core values are, because, of course, there's lots of great values. But to really select those values that are most important at the core to your business and to use right. those when you sit down around a table and you're making decisions, especially those really tough decisions. Is this in alignment with our values? Right. You know, maybe you're you're having to lay people off and you're sitting there trying to decide who's getting laid off and why. And is it in alignment with your values? Those are what you use. Those are your KPIs for if you are running your organization accordingly. You use those to judge whether or not your decisions are in alignment with that. You kind of made me think about when I left the military and I was working for a medical distribution company, I was on a phone call and they were like, hey, this is going on. We need to begin a scaling back headcount, but don't tell the employees. And one of my values is transparency. And I'm really big on transparency. And as a leader, I feel we owe our employees the truth all the time. You know, it has to do with honesty. And that's really important to me. And the second it was said, I immediately realized that wasn't going to sit well with me. I knew immediately this is going to be a problem for me. As soon as we got off the call, I turned to my boss and I said, I got a problem with that. Straight up, I'm going to let you know, I have a problem with it. I feel like it's better to be transparent and to be honest. And he agreed. We both came from similar backgrounds, both being in the military. And uh, he was like, I agree with you. Um, we're going to do what's right. We're going to do the right thing. We're going to communicate what we can communicate. And, you know, but there are times where you can get guidance from leadership that doesn't align with your personal values. It, it wasn't a violation of the corporate values, but it was definitely a violation of my personal values. The Army has values of loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. And those are values that when I was in the military, and, and you can chime in as well, Crystal, but when I was in the military, I did not have a problem being aligned to those values because a lot of those values are my personal values. Absolutely, me too. And so I did well in that environment. I excelled in that environment. When I went to Amazon, um, Amazon's got about 14 values and very good values for a business. And some of the ones that kind of resonated the most with me um, when I was at Amazon and the ones that you know I kind of focused on was ownership. I believe in extreme ownership. I believe Absolutely. If, <laughs> if you make a mistake, you own it. It's yours. And if your subordinate makes a mistake, own it. That's also Absolutely. yours, you know? So, um, that's your, that's your kid. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you own that. And, um, I believe that's important in being a good leader. Also, one of their values that resonated with me was fail fast, uh, which means take risks, be creative. Uh, don't be afraid to step outside the coloring book lines and, and make a mistake, make an error. Fail fast means make that mistake, realize you made it and then get back into line. 
And then the third one that really resonates with me is bias for action. And bias for action is all about taking initiative. It's about initiative. It's about seeing a problem, fix it. It's about knowing there's an issue, address it. It's about closing the gap. If you're an MMA fighter, you're a combative person, it's about closing that gap, not ignoring something that needs to be addressed, not ignoring a problem. And even if you don't have the solution, begin working on it, escalate it, bring it up. Crystal, can you talk to us about the All-American Lumping Values? The All-American Lumping Values are respect, integrity, honor, loyalty, and service. Respect. The reason that we selected this one is everybody, no matter who you are, deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. In our particular field, we deal with a lot of people who are considered your disadvantaged people, rough backgrounds, not as much education because you're dealing with logistics and warehousing. And just because somebody doesn't have an education or doesn't come from the same background as you doesn't mean that they can't add value to your organization. Everybody, no matter who they are, deserves dignity and respect. And so it's a, it's important to us that everybody be treated that way from the, you know, our employees, people who come in, prospective employees, our customers, the people that we interact with. That is important. Integrity, you know, being true to the values and also being honest, maintaining integrity. If you make a mistake, owning that mistake and saying, yeah, that was my mistake. I made it. It's important to to do the right thing and to be honest about it. And then honor. You know, it's funny because the guys talk about so all our guys since since we started, they wear blue vests. If you get promoted to a position of a team lead or an area supervisor, get a vest that has team lead on it or, you know, area supervisor on it. And let me tell you, those guys take so much pride in putting on that vest. We joke that it's like sons of anarchy, like they're being vested, you know, you know, you have to have honor in what you do. Bring the very best version of yourself each and every day. The honor is in paying tribute to all the people who've done it before you, after you, and doing your best. Not only do you deserve it for yourself, but your customers deserve it. And the people you work alongside, they deserve it too. And then loyalty, you know, being loyal to the person that you work with and around and your customers. Let them know that you're there to be a partner, to add shared value. Let your employees know, let the people that you're working with know that you're in this together. Iron sharpens iron. You're going to sharpen one another. And service, providing the best service that we can and providing service that is out of this world. I love to hear how well our guys and gals are doing. I love seeing how proud they are to share that with their family and their friends. The service they provide is phenomenal and it's game changing and it's hard and they do it with such a great attitude, you know. So so those are our values and those are the values that when we sit down and we make a decision, we always keep that at the forefront in everything that we do. You right. know, that's our base for everything. Yeah, it's what we call in the military an azimuth. It's your GPS guide that says this is how you get to the destination that you're trying to get to. Your values influence how you act. They influence the decisions that you make. And corporate values can influence the decisions and behaviors of your employees. When you're an employee and you don't know which decision to make, uh, do I let the guys go home early or do I not? Look at the values. When you're getting tired and you, you're thinking, do I throw this box across the room? Ask your values. Is that in alignment with the, com- with the company values? The values should drive your decisions. And if you make a decision in alignment with the values, you're always going to be right. You're never going to be wrong. As we wrap it up, 
our values drive our actions. It drives our behaviors, our habits, our relationships. And if this podcast is the first time that you've contemplated your personal values, then I'm going to encourage you to do our call to action at the end of this podcast. If you've learned that that you're living outside of your values or you're not living in alignment with your values, now is the time to get out of autopilot mode, take charge of the direction of your life so that you can live your life with purpose, direction, and motivation. And if you are living your values, then pat yourself on the back because uh, you're already winning the game. Living the values is almost all that it takes for you to be successful in life, for you to be happy and content. Continue to reassess your values as your life unfolds. Continue to check your life azimuth and to ensure that you're staying on course and that you're enjoying the ride. As a call to action, I want to invite our listeners to go to www.personalvale.es. That's www.personalvale.es and take the personal values assessment. It's a free assessment that you can do online. It'll help you determine what your personal values are and you can kind of figure out whether those are actually your values and if those values resonate with you and it'll give you some direction to start from. Uh, Use the results and begin to live your life with purpose and passion. (laughs) 